Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, welcome back to Don V Friday's episode 37. This is week one of the college football season, Christmas it's Christmas time all across America, especially when you get when you get to certain regions like the Southeast and the Midwest and you know certain areas. I mean, certain areas really love this college football shit. Some areas really don't get up for it. Just I guess it just depends where you at and who you around. But I love college football. College football is probably uh college football is my favorite sport. You know, I guess the sport of football is my favorite, but College football is that's that's my shit. College football is like one of my favorite hobbies to watch. Um, like I, I'm just a big fan of the shit. Uh, huge college football fan. Y'all know me. Huge college football fan. And week one is one of my favorite weeks because that's when everybody's playing everybody. You know, big. Out of conference games, big matchups. Um, you get to see who been lying real early. People have been lying about their team. People have been lying about all this and that. You get to find out real early uh, who been lying all summer. Um, I was supposed to do this with a guest, but um, it's looking like that's not going to happen. So, you know, y'all can just rock with me. It's all good, you know. That's the thing about football, college football. You got to be able to call audibles. You got to be able to look over at the coach and get the new play and uh, <laughs> keep it moving. Um, what I was going to do was discuss several week one matchups. And um, this is going to be a real quick episode because, like I said, I expected to have a guest. But uh, what I what I pretty much got for y'all is week one college football, the big games, uh, predictions and stuff like that, and um, I got a. Luckily, I do got a huge mailbag. <laughs> I bought the mailbag segment back, and uh, honestly, that mailbag might fill all the time. <laughs> it might fill the time anyway, but um, I'm gonna start with UCF versus UConn. This game is currently being played. Um, I'm I'm looking at it at my TV right now. Um. The, but the score is 0-0. It's the first quarter. Unfortunately, a young man that plays for UCF had to get carted off the field. He got uh, he got hurt on the opening kickoff. Prayers to that young man. But, um, you know, salute to my national champion, my my defending national champion, the UCF Knights. Now, they done went all out with this national champion thing. Salute to them. Hey, can't nobody take that from y'all, man. They did the rings and everything. I think they even got the banner up. Like, they went all out with this shit. <laughs> salute salute to UCF. I got UCF beating UConn. Um, you know, hey, that's they doing national champion level shit right now. You talking about, you talking about a, a powerhouse. You know, it's hard to go undefeated for a whole season. 
and 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 just give yourself the national championship. Just Debo the national championship. So shout out to UCF, man. But they're gonna beat UConn. Um, I wanted to do this before the games were played, you know, for the credibility aspect. But I was waiting for my guests, and you know, I got I I got to get this thing out. I got to get this thing out. So there you go. But uh, UCF over UConn. Uh, next. Texas versus Maryland. That game is at FedEx Field. Um, Texas lost to Maryland last year. And I was on Twitter all last year, loud and wrong, saying Texas going to beat Maryland. This is the easiest pick of the week. You know, this is the easiest. Uh, this is the this easy, This is a gimme. Texas is going to beat Maryland. And Maryland ended up beating Texas. It was some people trying to, like, school me, saying, look, man, Texas ain't as good as you think. And Maryland ain't as bad as you think, but I was wrong. But this year, I think Texas is going to come up to D.C., FedEx Field, and I think they're going to beat Maryland. I don't know if they're going to whoop Maryland like I thought they would last year, but I do think Texas is going to beat Maryland. Next, we got Washington versus Auburn, and uh, that game is being played in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, that that game is gonna be interesting because uh, Chris Peterson is one of the best coaches in the game. If you give Chris Peterson the summertime, a month, you give him extended time to prepare for an opponent. His team is always gonna come in prepared. They're going to come in sharp. That that team is gonna come in uh, dialed in. Uh, his teams don't make a lot of mistakes that kill them. His teams, you know. All, it just going back to his Boise State teams, like Chris Peterson is one of the underrated. Chris Peterson is one of the underrated coaches in the game. Um, or maybe he's not underrated because he's at a power fast school now. He's not still at Boise, but I don't know. Enough people don't talk about Chris Peterson. He's a really good coach. I wanted him at Virginia Tech, honestly. Um, yeah, Peterson, Peterson, hey, that man can coach, but uh. They're going up against the Auburn Tigers, who's you. We all know Gus Miles on. If if you give me a chance, <clears throat> excuse me. If you give me uh Chris Peterson versus Gus Miles on with time to prepare, I'm taking Chris Peterson all day, man. I'm taking him and that team all day. Uh, I'm 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 gonna take uh I'm gonna go with Washington in this one. Even though that game is going to be a hard-fought game, Auburn, you know, Auburn, you know what they want to do. They want to run that ball all day. And they do have a Heisman contender at quarterback themselves, Jared Stidham. But um, I think I think Chris Peterson just got the – he just got the, the special sauce, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he got it, though. Uh, next, we got Michigan versus Notre Dame. That game is very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see Michigan uh, – they lost Mike McGlinchey and uh, I can't think of the guard, Quentin Nelson. They lost Quentin Nelson and Notre Dame lost, but I think I think Michigan's gonna win that game. Jim Harbaugh needs this game because Jim Har Jim Harbaugh has this uh college reputation for not being able to beat his rivals, and I know Michigan don't play Notre Dame like they used to, or every year like they used to, but um. It's definitely 
I think Michigan needs Michigan needs this for Harbaugh's sake. Like he's not on the hot seat or nothing, but you don't want to be that guy that can't beat the rival schools or you can't win the big game. Um, I think Harbaugh needs this one. Uh, so, and it's gonna come down to in the trenches. And Notre Dame lost a lot out of the trenches. Uh, next we got Louisville versus Bama, which is the glorified scrimmage of you know it's the Bama Invitational, it's the glorified scrimmage of the week. Um, this, I, this, I don't think there's any question who's going to win this game. Alabama's going to win that game by fifty. Uh, it's going to get it's going to get ugly real fast. I don't I don't think it's going to go to the second half. I think we're going to know real early who's the superior team, and uh, yeah, it's going to get ugly real fast. Uh, I think Bama's supposed to be playing both quarterbacks. They still trying to figure out. They still trying to figure out their situation, but uh. Both quarterbacks will probably be putting if if Jalen Hurts struggle against Louisville, yeah, he might as well get the transfer papers. Not that Louisville is like god awful or nothing. It's just Alabama's on a different level than everybody else. You know, there's there's this tier where there's Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia. That's like tier one. That's like God tier. And then you got tier two, which is probably your Auburns, your Washingtons, your Miamis. You know, you know that level, you know, which is good tier or elite tier. You got God tier, then you got elite tier, and then you got good tier, which is, you know, you're, you're 15 through 25, you know, your West Virginia's, you know, stuff like that. So, but Alabama's God tier, and Louisville's not even good tier this year. They're going to be a, they're going to, you know, go through some struggles. It's a rebuild for them. So yeah, Louisville gonna get the shit beat out of them. I don't even know why I'm speaking as long too long on this game. Sunday, you got Miami versus LSU. And um I got Miami winning that game. I'm not ready to trust LSU yet. I know they got a new quarterback. It's a you know, it's it's Ed Ogeron. He got a he I don't I don't know about LSU, man. LSU is just funny style. It's something about LSU where they done lost my trust. And I used to pick LSU a lot in games. But they, they got to earn my trust back. Um, would, would I mind? Would it kill me to see LSU beat Miami? It would not kill me at all. I would not mind seeing Miami lose, especially on the national stage. But uh, I don't see it happening, honestly. I think LSU, I think uh, Miami got way too much going on. If Miami does happen to lose, it would be because Mark Rick lost control of everything. Play calling, quarterback play. Mark Rick would have to lose complete control for them to actually lose that game. Um, and then you got the the game to cap it all off. Uh, Virginia Tech at Florida State. I've talked about this on Twitter, on different podcasts, on other people podcasts. I done talked about this. The time for talking is over with. I got Virginia Tech winning twenty four to twenty. It's gonna be. One of those weird games. I know we're I know we're out. I know they got more talent. That's not I mean, every big game we go into, every big game we go into, the teams we play have more talent than us. That's not even so when people say, Oh, but we have more talent, dog, we've been beating more talented teams forever. It's not gonna come down to that. It's gonna come down to coaching. It's gonna come down to us capitalizing on one big mistake. And us holding on for their life and making one stop. 
Because I do believe this defense is capable of making one stop. They might can't stop you all game, but they're going to be capable of making one key stop. And that's what we're going to need to hold off and uh, win the game. It's going to be a close 24 to 20 type game. It's going to be a hard-fought game. And I think we're going to make the plays or the key stop. To pull that one out. It's not going to be easy. It's not, I'll, I'll sit up here and tell you the truth. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be a lot of people ready to pull their hair out. But I think come Monday night, late Monday night, going to be a lot of satisfied Hokies, man. Going to be a lot of satisfied Hokies. Let's get to this mailbag. It is jam-packed, <laughs> full of questions. I ain't done a mailbag in like a month. Or it might have been longer than that. It may have been three or four episodes since I've done a mailbag. So... This this really might feel the rest of the time that I intended to use. But uh, at Juice Kane asks, do the black kids actually like coming out of the tunnel to Metallica? I believe this is in response to a tweet I put out. Uh, I think I put it out yesterday or day before yesterday. It, it was kind of an unpopular opinion, and I'll go ahead and say it. I said, uh, basically, Inner Sandman is cool, but the kids would basically go crazy if they play a Kodak Black song or a, a Juice World or whatever these kids are into nowadays. And uh, I got some pushback, not nothing too crazy, but a lot of people looked at that tweet as, you know, like I was trying to take Metallica away. Look, dog, nobody's changing Inner Sandman. I ain't, there's been no discussions of changing Inner Sandman. But uh, what the fans need to realize is, Every the stuff that makes your experience good. I'm not trying to say that the kids like or dislike. I think the kids get into the experience of Inner Sandman. I don't think it's the song itself. I think it's when you in a packed stadium, people going crazy, especially night games. People going crazy. You know, you got it's it's registering on the Richter scale or whatever they be saying it's causing many earthquakes. I think all of that does get the kids into it. You can be playing. Any song, but if you got a, thousands and thousands of people going crazy, the song going, people jumping up and down, I mean, it's a surreal experience, especially in person. Um, So, yeah, I do think they get into it, but that's more of a fan tradition. I think the fans love it more than the players do. Maybe when Metallica was popping, I think they started doing Inner Sandman in 2000, 2001, something like that. But uh, maybe that team... Some of the players on that team really got charged up to that shit. Because, believe it or not, some black people that listen to rock and roll. Like, let's not make this like a race issue. This ain't a race issue. This is an inner Sandman. It's an old song issue. It's starting to get a little dated. But the fans fucks with it. And I think the and when the fans fuck with it and get hyped, the kids get hyped. But that don't change the fact that if they play like some Waka Flocka or something before the game... The kids would be charged up to probably knock somebody's head off. Plain, plain and simple. Uh, but like I said, nobody's taking inner Sandman from nobody. Uh, so fans, please calm down. Do not jump on my mention. Say, don't take inner Sandman from us. Nobody's taking inner Sandman from y'all. It's just 18-year-old kids, 19-year-old kids, white and black, ain't listening to Metallica, fam. They would rather listen to some Kodak. They will probably listen to some trippy red or whatever the fuck these kids listening to at oh 
this person has decided to, to stay anonymous, you know, to protect protect people's identity. I gotta protect identities when they when they when they ask. Uh, who are you most excited to see get snaps for Virginia Tech this season? Um, it's a couple, it's a few names, but I'm definitely excited to see Damon Hazleton get snaps this season. I think he fits that. He definitely fits that wide receiver one mold, like like that top receiver. Like he fits the mold. Uh, we gotta see it come into fruition, but I'm excited to see. Damon Hazleton play, and I'm def and on defense. Um, I've been, I've been, I think I've been talking about this all summer, but I'm excited to see the Divine Diablo come back because before injury last season, he was balling out. Now, uh, can he get back to that form? That's what I guess we're excited to see. But uh, as of now, he's starting at free safety, and um, I think that's a good look for him. He got, he's very rangy. He has the size, and you know, as a converted receiver, he definitely got the hands. And even when he tore his uh, ACL, I forget exactly the injury he had. It was making an amazing interception. So we know he rangy. We know he got the ball skills. Um, is he back one hundred percent? That we'll have to see. Hopefully, he is. Uh, also, they asked. Will Odell Beckham Jr. ever set a receiving yards record with Eli Manning under center? Absolutely not. Um, and it's, it's not even a shade to Eli Manning. It's just hard as hell to get records. Um, it, I don't even know what the receiving yards record is, but I'm pretty sure it's some. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's something that Randy Moss or Jerry Rice set like a long time ago that ain't nobody gonna touch. Um. But Odell Beckham, salute to Odell Beckham, man. He got paid a bag. He got a big bag from the Giants. He deserves every penny, all the money that the Giants have made off of him through ticket sales, jersey sales, probably bobblehead sales. They going to make every cent of that right back. <laughs> probably week one, they probably going to make see all that revenue right back from what they're paying Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham is worth every penny. He is a top three receiver in this league. I mean, if you want to say it's him, Antonio Brown, and Julio Jones, or whatever the order is, but he's a top three receiver in this league. He deserves every penny. Salute to Odell Beckham. And finally, is pineapple, is pineapple the worst fruit, or is, is it the worst piece of topping? And um, we don't do pineapple shaming on Don V Fridays. It's no secret. Pineapple is my favorite fruit. And um, not only is pineapple the best fruit, it belongs on pizza. It belong pineapple belongs on pizza. Um, it, I think people. I think people need to get on board. I think the people that's not on board, they've been brainwashed. Um, I think I'm a. I'm. A, I'm kind of a truther, and and is. I think it's. I think the powers that be. I think the powers that be started this little let shit on pineapples on pizza trend. I think people shit on pineapples on pizza. Uh, the powers that be did that just to get just to make it seem uncool. So, you know, a generation of people that just shit on it. But dog, every if pineapples on pizza was so trash, why does every major pizza chain sell it? Hawaiian style pizza. Why is that on everybody's menu? If pineapples on pizza is so trash and so unpopular, why does every pizza chain? Or every piece, even your local piece of restaurants, 
got a Hawaiian style pizza with pineapples on it. Why is that? Y'all riddle me that. Y'all know it. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all don't want to know, but y'all know. Pineapples belong on pizza. And pineapples is the greatest fruit of all time. At TD Waterhouse X, he has two questions. Realistic expectations for the 49ers. I'm a 49ers fan when I watch NFL football. Uh, realistic expectations? Uh, definitely, they're not winning the NFC West. Uh, right now, it's the LA Rams world. That's so, you know, realistic expectations is maybe second in the West. Is that good enough for a wild card spot? One of the wild card spots? I don't know. I really don't know because uh, the NFC is like stacked. You got the NFC South where you got the Panthers, you got the Falcons, and you got New Orleans. So you definitely going to get a wild card team out of there. And then you got the NFC North where you got the Vikings, you got the Packers, and Detroit is viable. So you might get a wild card team out of there. So honestly, with so much, and then you got the NFC East where you got the Cowboys who who I guess they feel like a playoff contender. And then you got the Super Bowl champion Eagles. So maybe you got a wild card team out of there. So right now what I'm saying is the NFC the NFC is so stacked, there's no margin for error. If you're not winning your division, it's hard to just lock yourself into the playoff. If you in the NFC. It's hard to just put it's hard to just imagine your team in the playoffs if you don't see your team winning the division. Um but it'll be an interesting but like I said, realistic expectations uh, eight and eight, nine and seven. Uh, but not winning a division, so we'll see if, if that's a playoff team or not. Cause eight and eight is good enough to make the playoffs in the AFC. We'll see how that works out in the NFC, though. I doubt eight and eight is good enough. Um, sorry. VT in Florida asks, favorite thing, favorite thing about trash talking other fans. The best thing about trash talking to other fans is uh how mad some people get. When you realize uh you got that much, I guess, control over somebody. Cause Matt, if they get mad about it, if some if you talk trash or you talk your shit and they talk shit back, like I'm all for that. But when people get like mad or emotional about it, just living rent free in somebody's head is hilarious. Like I'd be like, dog, you gotta relax. Um that's my favorite thing about talking shit to other people. A lot of people, um, they 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 know what it is, and they just talk their shit back, and we can have a little funny back and forth. But then there's some people that really, like, they really feel some type of way, and they get mad. So, um, uh, Niner JD asked, thoughts on Michigan this year? Um, I don't see them going to the playoffs. But I do see a good team. I do see a team, especially with Shea Patterson, because Michigan's biggest letdown last year was quarterback play. Um, with Shea Patterson, who's who, who's proven he can play, uh, old Miss transfer. Shea Patterson can play, man, and I think that's what Jim Harbaugh needs: uh, just stability at quarterback. Because he's had them for a couple of years now, competing at the highest level, and uh. In the mix in the Big Ten is just quarterback play been kind of fucking him over, so it'll be nice to see. Uh, it'll be nice to see Jim Harbaugh with a good college quarterback. He ain't had a good college quarterback since Andrew Luck, so. But I don't think that it's a player. I don't think they're loaded enough 
to be a playoff team yet, especially in the conference with Penn State, Ohio State, and uh, Wisconsin. But uh, they'll 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 be in the mix a nine ten win team, no doubt. Okay, I got okay, I got I got more questions. I just got to make sure everything is uh lined up properly. Okay. At Bcroft VT920 asks, who leads the team? No, who leads in tackles this year and who leads in interceptions? And I think Reggie Floyd is going to lead this team in interceptions. Reggie Floyd, alongside Divine Diablo, is an underrated safety tandem in the, con- in the country. Fuck conference. Divine Diablo and Reggie Floyd is an underrated safety tandem. And who leads in tackles? Uh, probably Reggie Floyd. <laughs> Again, from that rover position, probably Reggie Floyd. Uh, honestly, um, and I do believe in the Hazleton. He's talking about. In the, do you believe in the Hayes hype? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, yes I do. Yes I do. Yes I do. Okay, next question. At Swift, I don't need to say you're at fucking Dick. <clears throat> Why you ain't on Fortnite? The world needs to know. I don't play Fortnite. I'm an adult. Adults play. If you gonna play a shooter, you go. You, I, if and I don't play shooters at all. I play like Madden and sports games and whatnot. But uh, Fortnite for kids. I'm not a kid, man. At wherever I'll be, hire one recruiter. Who is it? <sighs> man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean? Like just just a recruiter? Like no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Just somebody that can do it, I guess. Um, there's head coaches who have a. There's a there's coaches that have a. A reputation for recruiting, but as far as like just ace recruiter, I don't know because that ain't that why we hired Shane Beamer them years ago because he could recruit and. He didn't really do much of that. Um, I mean, but he did it, but he didn't do, you know, we thought he was about to just start bringing in, like, all these crazy fast stars, these Jadevian clownies. He got, you know, credit at South Carolina for bringing in, like, Marcus Lattimore and all these crazy recruits. And then he came here and it was different. So, I don't know. How long until number seven, that's Devin Hunter. How long until number seven starting whip? Oh, uh, we going to find out on Monday. <laughs> We will find out Monday, uh, because cause come week two, William and Mary, uh, yeah, you might see number seven starting <laughs> in rotation. And uh, Virginia Tech versus Notre Dame is huge this year. This year, who you got? Virginia Tech. Why would I, I can't? I cannot pick. I can't pick Virginia Tech to lose a football game. I just can't. I'm a homer. I'm a this. I'm a that. I cannot pick Virginia Tech to lose though. Um, let me make sure I got everybody. Like I said, it was a shitload of questions. I know I'm going to get a lot of questions like this. Uh, let's just make sure. I don't want to make sure, man. That's the last thing I need is uh, people saying, yo, you forgot my question. I really don't do stuff like that. I don't really uh like to shade people and forget people. But I did get a lot of questions this week, so. Okay, here's a question. No, 
It's not. I gotta go through. I gotta go through my Twitter mentions and my mentions. My mentions were crazy. I was on the Big Three Roll Up podcast, and um, if you're unfamiliar with Big Three Roll Up, it's a podcast for Florida State, Miami, and Florida. It's three guys. One's a Florida State fan. One's a Miami fan. One's a Florida fan. And it's a pretty big podcast, honestly. And I went up there and I was, you know, doing my thing and I was talking shit. So basically my mentions been kind of, you know, not crazy, but my mentions been steady for the last like couple of weeks because I've been fucking with poking, poking at Florida State fans. I've been poking and prying at Florida State fans and they've been messing with me and shit back and forth. Okay, here's the final question. From at Hunker Down Hokey, what's on the menu Monday night? Pork bellies and coleslaw here. Um, I'm basic. I'm basic. I try not to do nothing too crazy for a football game. I'm kind of a chicken wings and pizza kind of dude for a football game. Um, probably chicken wings or something. I, you got to keep it real simple in the football game. You got to keep it. You got to keep it simple. Uh, pork bellies and coleslaw. That sounds like. That sounds like fun, but me, just probably chicken wings or something. I don't know. Who knows? We, we, we will see. Maybe I'll, maybe, I'll post, maybe I'll post my plate. Or, or maybe I won't. Maybe I won't be hungry. I might be pissed off early. So we, we will see. But uh, that's it for Don V Fridays. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Uh, yeah, the mailbag was so long, I think I feel the time necessary. That, man, that's why I say salute to the fans. I don't call y'all fans. Y'all are my friends. Y'all are my family. Salute to y'all uh, for sending in like a million questions. I'm Looking back, if I had to guess and did the show like I wanted to, doing all these questions, we would have been, we would have had an outlog show. <laughs> that's crazy. But uh, that's it for me, man. Enjoy the football this weekend. Um, don't drink and drive. It's Labor Day weekend. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't lose your license. Don't lose your life. And don't take nobody else's. Just Uber it. Dog, be Uber shawty. Lyft. Take Lyfts, Ubers, Metro, cabs. Don't drink and drive. That shit ain't worth it. It ain't worth your life. But that's it for me, man. Thank y'all for rocking with the podcast. God bless. <laughs>